0: Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mikey intern Ned Reynolds back in the studio on a Thursday morning. So, one interesting fact I read yesterday, the day before, about the quarterbacks going into the playoffs Patrick Mahomes is one of the oldest going in at 26, 26 years old. Isn't that <laughs> something? But that if that doesn't tell you you have got a changing of the guard right now, I think it was a total of six, including Mahomes, that were at 26 years younger. Uh, that tells you something well, about you the keep state. Keep
1: in mind the the metamorphosis of football and the way it works. And the quarterbacks are the key. Mm-hmm. You got you, No team is going to win unless they have a good quarterback going for them. And Mahomes, who got a young start, is just a, a gifted athlete. He's an outstanding player. He's very smart knows what to do, knows how to play his offensive line. All the other guys uh, back in, gosh, when I was a kid growing up, and really up until the last couple of years, have been older QBs who have been stepping back into the pocket and throwing from there, and Tom Brady still does that. But the others have learned to scramble, like a Lamar Jackson and a Patrick Mahomes, and people of this caliber, uh, Kyler Murray out in Arizona and that makes a very big difference because you have to be young to be able to do that you don't see any of the older guys scrambling the way they do the whole concept of the game is different so yeah it it, it stands to reason that they're getting the younger kids out of college yeah,
0: it's made it exciting for sure but they're two top quarterbacks that might not be able to play in this year's well, playoffs well
1: Miami uh, Tua Tonga Valoa definitely won't play he is out he's still in concussion protocol in fact Mike this is really kind of unfair to say, but he may be—he may not be playing again ever. When he has had two concussions in one year, now I hope I'm wrong on that. I'm probably am, but he won't no, play. He's, no, he's—he's been in protocol at least twice. No, 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 no. As far as the future is concerned, is what I meant. Uh, he may he may come back sometime, but it won't be in this game, and it may not be the rest of the season. So he is out. And then Lamar Jackson, he is very, very iffy for their game. Well, you take Tonka Valoa and Lamar Jackson out of the lineup, and you, you plummet badly because you do not have proven leaders in there. The other guys are good. They're good QBs but teams psychologically rally behind their quarterback.
0: One of the cool things about being in Vegas, is, especially being at that sports book, was the fact that you could literally see how these things <laughs> change in real time. And, you know, in some cases you'd see it what the, what the spread would be in one day and the, go in the next day it changed by just a little bit. And it was just constantly, especially running into the last week of the regular season and, and of course, the national championship. But uh, as we
1: get closer to the playoff games, those uh, numbers are probably getting they, pretty set. They change radically, as a matter of fact, at least in one case. And it's all based on the money that comes in. You know, Las Vegas doesn't care who wins. They're just interested in more money and making it. Okay, you do have the uh, the odds coming out for this one. The Ravens and the Bengals. This is very interesting because if Lamar Jackson is not going to play, Cincinnati is an even more lopsided favorite than eight. They're eight right now. That could change and will if it's finally decided that Jackson won't play. If he does, he's still Lamar Jackson. Buffalo Bills, Miami. I don't buy this one at all. Buffalo is a 13-point favorite. That's with Tonga and now out of it. It was eight points. They found out he's not going to play. Eight and 13 points. 13 points a lot. But... So it was thirteen points in the TCU game too. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a
0: picture of some kid from TCU playing chess on their phone from that game. Like it's gone viral. Some girl just sitting in the stands while the game's happening. She's just playing chess on her phone. And I'm thinking, you paid over a thousand dollars to sit in a seat. Oh, a, da, or daddy? <laughs> oh paid. yeah, daddy paid over a thousand dollars. He to sit in a chair and play games on Playing your phone chess while the game's going on.
1: <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have told you. We need an examination uh, there. Uh, <laughs> the uh, Chargers and the Jaguars. This this stands the reason. Los Angeles two point pick over Jacksonville. Even though the game is in Jacksonville. I don't, also don't buy that one. They played earlier this year in Jacksonville, smoked them out in Los Angeles. NFC 49ers are 10 over the Seahawks, the Vikings and the Giants. Minnesota's only a three-point favorite. And I'm not sure New York's yeah. not going to win that. And Dallas, a a two-and-a-half-point pick over the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
0: Man, it's going to be an exciting wild-card weekend, and I'm so happy my Chiefs have it off so I can focus on other stuff and not freak out. But uh, (laughs) the freaking out will come next week. Um, Last but not least, uh, you know, every year it seems like there's always a team that's just doing everything they can to spend as much money as they can to just get over that hill. Padres have just been at that line for the last few seasons, but just can't seem to climb it. You think this is the year they
1: do it? Hard to say, because they added to their power, but they did not add to their pitching, and they do need pitching out. They've got some good pitchers, but these are guys who are getting a little longer of tooth now and how much they're going to be around. The old guy they added is Nelson Cruz. He has been around a number of years, 43 years old, and of course his skills are limited, but he can still hit the ball. His hand-eye is very good. He can hit the long ball. Added him to the nucleus of their team. Now, that's not to say the starting lineup, because he and our old friend Matt Carpenter will be alternated, probably, at certain positions. National League, you have the DH now, so Nelson Cruz will fit a lot of roles going in there. He can still slug one year, $1 million. The Padres taking a chance. Hopefully, that'll for them, hopefully it'll push him over the top and They'll get to the. Now, they've been in the playoffs the last couple of years. Uh, here's another little item, too, to put on your calendar for baseball fans. Fernando Tatis Jr. was just gangbusters. Then he got injured fairly early in the season last year and then got stopped on an 80 game suspension for drug use. That penalty ends April 20th. Tatis is the game breaker. He's a really, really, really top player. He is a really, really not top individual. But as a player, hey, that's what you're being paid to do.
0: So as far as the Missouri State Bears, the destiny was in their hands yesterday before they hit the court against the Illinois State Redbirds. And it looks like they just let it slip right through. They
1: did. Bears and lady bears. And it's the, (laughs) you know... Good, the bad, the, the good, bad, and the ugly is that the what was. Well, this is the bad, the good, and the good, but or bad, bad, and the good. Depend on how you want to phrase the circumstances. The Missouri State Bears are a better team than Illinois State, in my opinion. Just a better team. They're stronger. They're very aggressive, and they could not get things going. Anyway, had the lead, had the lead late in the game, and here comes Illinois State. Not saying they're a they're a disaster. That's not the case. They had some good shooters on their ball club, but they managed to tie the game and send it into overtime. The Bears ran into significant foul problems. Four Missouri State Bears fouled out. Missouri State committed 27 fouls, or at least that's what the official said, 27 fouls. But therein, in my opinion, Mike, lies the difference. Because the final score is 76-66. Uh, to 66. Illinois State wins it in overtime, 76-66. When you take a look at the stats, the Bears went to the foul line 26 times last night. 26 times and made 16 of their foul shots. All right. That's better than the percentage that they've had 16 of 26. Illinois State went to the foul line 32 times and made 29 of them. 29 of 32. There is the big difference. Oh, yeah, it is. Teams shot fairly well from the perimeter. Illinois State a little bit better than the Bears. Bears had a tough night from three-point range. They got a little panicky and started casting off the big ones. But four Bears fouling out. That was the key. Missouri State loses that game, and over time, 76-66. They had their chances. The Lady Bears, just the reverse. Lady Bears are down to Southern Illinois by eight points at halftime eight points at halftime Uh oh this is not good at all missouri state comes out in the second half and outscores the lady salukis from carbondale 28 to 8. ball game right there and the lady bears ran away with it got a very nice win over a southern illinois team that really is not all that bad so you you take a couple of them right there and you compare the games as to how they work out and, hell, you have a final score of 78-57 to 57 after you're down by eight points at halftime. That tells something about the motivation of this team.
0: <sighs> it's a little shaky, but there's still time to correct this shit. But, yeah, um, as far as uh, what you want to see from both the men and the women, not seeing it yesterday at all. Um, so, Mizzou, Arkansas, also on the courts last night. How'd they do? Missouri went
1: down to Texas A&M, played the Texas A&M Aggies, who have, were supposed to be a top 20 team this year and then got off to a really shaky start. Well, they played like a top 20 team last night, and it was Texas A&M huge over the Missouri Tigers, and the final score was uh, 82-64. 82-64, Texas A&M beat Missouri. Now, Arkansas, just down the road in Fayetteville, is playing the number four team in America, Alabama. And I have news for you folks. Alabama is not just football. Their basketball team is excellent. They smoked Arkansas on Arkansas's home court, and the final was 84-69. to Alabama getting an 84-69 win over the Arkansas Razorbacks. I'll tell you, that's that's big time right there, and that's a very nice win.
0: Big time. And I know you're real excited about the Tournament of Champions kicking off uh, today in Springfield, uh-huh. right?
1: Against tonight at uh, 4.30, late in the afternoon, 4.30. You have great teams in here, and, and that's the key. You have the terrific teams. You may not have the uh, big-name athletes last year. You might remember that LeBron James' son was here, Bronny James. Mm-hmm. All sorts of rumors. as LeBron might show up and all that. He didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at least if he did, no one knew about it. And they would know about it. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, this year, it all begins at 4.30 with uh, the terrific matchups. Uh, the uh, Christ the King team from New York, which hasn't been here in a couple years, is back to play Bartlett, Tennessee. Game two at 6.30. The Link Academy team from Branson is considered by many to be the best in the country. They play the 6 o'clock game, and they're playing St. Rita. From Chicago. St. Rita team is very good. I don't think they're as good as Link Academy, but that is game two. Game three in the evening, which starts at 730, has Sunrise Christian, which is a prep school from outside of Wichita and has produced some really good players. And they are taking on your alma mater, the Kickapoo Chiefs. And then the final game of the night will begin, and these times are all approximate. Right around 8.30 or so, and that has Staley. Are you familiar with Staley? Mm -hmm. It's up in North Kansas Mm -hmm. City. It's fairly new, and they will play Calvary Christian from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Now, the Calvary Christian kids are stepping off the bus and saying, what in the hell are we doing here? This is too cold. We want to go back home. I don't think that will happen, of course. The Bass Pro Shops Tournament of Champions is considered to be one of the best in the country, if not the best, and it is really a lot of fun.
0: It's always a blast, and I know they got your cot set up, so you can just basically stay at the basketball (laughs) court all weekend long. Ned, you enjoy your Thursday. I'll see you tomorrow.